0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. I'd like to share an incredible and most inspirational story about the power of Shabbat. A story that's told by a taxi driver. An amazing story. It was a rabbi who was a big public speaker in Israel. He just spoke in Tel Aviv, and he needed to go to Kiryat Ono, which is a 20-minute ride away for his next presentation where he was going to give another speech. He stopped the cab and asked the cab, how much is it? And he said to him, 100 shekel. He says, no, that's too much. I'm only willing to offer 80. He stopped the second cab, and they haggled a little bit. He says, 90 shekel. No, it's too much. Then the third cab came, and this is the taxi driver who is telling the story. He tells them, how much is it? He goes, Just get in. He goes, no, 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 no. Those are the guys that really scare me the most. Okay. If you have, if you want it your way, it's 40 shekels. So he gets into the cab and he says to him, he says, you know what? You can have 50 shekels. It's fine. He says, you know what? So the taxi driver tells him, it's okay. After I take you, I'm going to go give the car back to the garage and I'm taking a three months vacation. Why? He says, I'm going to explain to you why. I have to tell you the story that happened to me. He says, my father had a Judaica store in Geula where he sold all types of Judaica, Sfarim and Taletot, but he wasn't religious. He wasn't religious, but the store was very profitable. And as my father got older, he said to me, Zev, you're going to take over this store. I took over the store, and thank God, it continued to make money. Even though I was like my father, I was not T. And then one day, my son was not feeling well. So... We went to doctors, they didn't know what to do, so we went to see Rabbi Führer, who was a big medical advocate for something called al Marpeh, and he told us there's only one place in the world that can help your son, and it's in a hospital in Boston. So, we flew there, and they told us they could help him, but it would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, I didn't have any savings. We came back to Israel, and I knew the only thing I could do was to sell the business, because it was profitable. I sold it to the first person that offered me a good price, because I needed to raise enough money just to be able to pay for the doctors, as well as for the travel expenses, the hotels and the airplanes. And thank God, after several months and lots of treatments, my son had a complete recovery. And so I thought, thank God, my troubles were finished. Although I didn't have any more panasa, I decided to become a taxi driver. Now there are two types of taxi drivers. There's those who own their own taxi and they control their lives. Or like me, I rent it. That means I'm, I'm told what to do by a dispatcher. So I started driving a taxi. Until I thought my problems were over, or so I thought, my wife started having stomach issues, and she had stomach pain. And we went from doctor to doctor until it was determined that she was diagnosed with something called Crohn's disease, which is an inflammation of the intestines. And that meant that I had to take her to doctors, I had to take care of the kids, which means I was making less money than I ever made, and had a lot of problems and a lot of of aggravation. And so, one day... I got a phone call from the dispatcher. He goes, you won't believe what happened. I got a phone call, the dispatcher said, from China. Three Chinese businessmen are coming to Israel, and they want to hire a taxi driver to take them touring two days a week. They're going to work five days, and they're going to work two days. Everyone who drives for the company wants this job, because they're going to pay $3,000 a month. That's $9,000, to whoever gets this job. And we were talking about amongst ourselves, who should we give this job to? And we said, you know what? Nebuch, we should give it to you, Zev, because we know that you have problems with your wife. You're always taking her to doctors. This will be great for you. You'll be able to be off for five days, and you only have to work two days. I called my wife up. I, he was telling the rabbi, I was so happy, so happy when I, tol- I told her. And then I, I forgot to ask him which days I would have to drive. The next day when I came to take the taxi from the garage, I said, to my friend, I said, Yoni, the the dispatcher, which days will I have to drive? He said, of course, the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. He says, Shabbat? No way, I can't do it. So the dispatcher, the manager looks at him, what's the difference to you? You're Hiloni, you're not even religious. You don't work, you work on Shabbat, what's the problem? He goes, I know, I don't, I, I'm not religious, but I come home, I make kiddush, I eat tzadah with my family, I don't publicly violate Shabbat, I'm not sure. So he says, look, make up your mind, what's it going to be? Because my father always told me, there's no beracha if you work on Shabbat, even though we weren't religious. So he said, you know what, you have to tell me by tomorrow what you're going to do. So all, the whole day, the manager was calling him, and he wouldn't pick up the calls. And finally his wife called him, he says, what's going to be? He goes, you know what, I'm going to take the job. He calls him up, and he says to him, I'll take the job. And then 30 seconds later, he says, no, 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 I can't do it. So the manager's going crazy. He goes, make up your mind. Yes or no? He says, no, I can't do it. I cannot work on Shabbat. I may not be religious, but I can't work on Shabbat. And then I stopped off to the road. This is the taxi driver telling the passenger. And I started crying to God. I said, God, look what I did. $9,000. I just gave it away. Money that I desperately needed that would have allowed me to take care of my wife and pay for the doctors and everything. And I cried for 15 minutes. And then I started, I got back into my car, started driving. And suddenly I picked up a fare, a very distinguished looking businessman. And he he was in the back. And as we were driving, he says to me, I asked him, where are you going? He goes, we're going to the airport, to Ben Gurion Airport. As we're going there, he says to me, he he says to the taxi driver, you don't look so happy. What's wrong? Is everything okay? And I told him, nothing's okay. And I told him the story of how my son got sick and now my wife is sick and now I just gave up $9,000 that I could have had. I sacrificed. And the man told me something amazing. You don't lose by doing God's will. Something amazing. You don't lose. And then I said to him, where are you from? He goes, I, used to, I was born in Israel now I live in Hong Kong. What are you doing here? He goes, I come in to see a rabbi called Rabbi Moshe Maya whenever I have a very big business deal. And so he said, let me tell you my story. You don't lose by doing God's will. He tells him like this. Years ago, I came to the rabbi. I was going to do a big deal with one of Israel's most successful businessmen. And I came to the rabbi and I told him, I want to do this deal. And he said to me, I know he's very, very, very successful, but I wouldn't do it because that man opens his stores on Shabbat in Israel. And when he tried to get him to close his stores on Shabbat, he said, no rabbi is going to tell me what to do. And guess, listen to what happened. I told the rabbi, I put a big deposit down. I'm going to lose a lot of money. So I walked away. And then I came back to, tell, to see the rabbi now, two years later. And you're not going to believe what happened. The rabbi thought that I lost a lot of money because he thought I was his partner. I told the rabbi, you told me you don't lose if you do God's will. I pulled out of the deal. And I lost a deposit. But since then, I made so much money from so many other deals. And the guy that I was going to be partners with became bankrupt. Because I listened to you. Because I didn't open my stores on Shabbat. And I didn't go into partnership with this guy. And so he takes him to the airport. And then he drops him off. The man gives him uh, the fare plus a nice tip. And he's getting ready to drive off. And suddenly he sees an envelope in the back. He opened, He looks at the envelope and he sees it's full of cash. He says, "I can't take this money." He leaves the car. He runs inside, then airport looking for the man. Can't find him. He looks for the, air, the, uh, the, the the you know the gate that has going to Hong Kong. And yes, one of the people there working for the airline goes. I have to give someone something. He forgot a package. He goes, "What's his name?" I don't even know his name. He goes, "Then I can certainly can't help you." And he walked back. He didn't know what to do. So he drives back and he's thinking to himself, the only name that I have is this Rabbi Moshe Maya. He calls the dispatcher in the garage. He goes, do you know where Moshe Maya lives? He told him where he lives. He went to see him. He says, Rabbi, I found this envelope. He told him the whole story. And he says to him, you know, I don't even know the man's name myself. He came to me twice, two years ago, and this year to tell me how he's doing so much better. The Rabbi told him, I can guarantee you this. This man will probably never see him again. He was sent by Hashem to give you the $9,000. Why? Because you, and Nefesh, you gave up $9,000 to keep Shabbat. God saw your suffering and God saw your, your sacrifice. And He sent you that man. I could tell you, if I ever see him again, I'll tell him about the money, but I can give you my word, you'll never see that man again. That was God's reward to you. When He saw you crying, how hard it was for you to give up the $9,000, but you did it in order to keep Shabbat, He showed you that He's part of your life. And He re- rewards your Miserat Nefesh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to realize, Shabbat keeps us more than we keep Shabbat. When we keep Shabbat and we do God's will, we never lose. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.